Welcome to the Single Greatest Choice Podcast, where single women find support, empowerment, information, and inspiration around the topics of singleness, fertility, motherhood, and mindset. I'm your host, Katie B., and I'm thrilled to be back to share more stories of women like you and me who are navigating these choices, along with interviews with experts in the fields of fertility preservation, coaching, and psychology. Whether you're just starting to question what to do about your finite fertility, or whether you're ready to make the leap into solo motherhood by choice, I hope these conversations will help you to feel more supported and confident along the way. Because whatever you decide to do with these years could be the single greatest choice you'll ever make, and you don't have to make it alone. Hi. Say hi, everybody. I cannot wait to introduce you guys to my guest today. Her name is Halima. She's someone that I met through my group coaching, and to know her is just to adore her. She is so much fun and has the most positive attitude. If I'm having a bad day, she is absolutely someone that I would want to be talking to because she just lights up every space she enters, and I can't wait for you guys to just experience her energy. So I'm so excited to bring her story to you today. Before we get going, I wanted to give you a few quick announcements. I am taking a little bit of a break from coaching and from community groups so that I can work on some other projects to bring to you guys in the fall. So I have just one round of group coaching coming up with three sessions. You can attend one or all three, whichever works for you. The first session is on May 31st, and the topic for that session is pregnancy as a solo parent. June 7th is navigating your fertility journey, kind of the emotional ups and downs of that path. That's June 7th. And then June 14th is logistics of solo parent life. So all three of those sessions are listed on my website, singlegreatestchoice.com slash group dash coaching. And I would love to have you join. There's still space in all three of those. All right, let's get into our interview. I'm going to have Miles introduce our guest. Say hi, Halima. Hi, Halima. Welcome to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Um, Thanks for having me. I am so excited. When you first reached out, you offered yourself as a podcast guest and wanted to enroll in one of the groups. And I didn't know you from anybody, never heard your name. Mm -hmm. The second I met you, I was like, oh, hell yes, she's going to be on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been waiting for this day. You are big energy. (laughs) I am. I am. And I love it. I love it. You are inspiring. And I've learned so much from you. And so I'm just glad to have you here. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell us why you're here? What inspired you to reach out about the podcast? Okay. Well, I'm Halima and I'm going to be somebody's mom. Took me quite some time to get here and we'll get into that, I'm sure. But I'm happy, super happy to be doing it at this age, to be doing it in this headspace, to be doing it with this community that my therapist, whom I adore, and she's like, you know, my girl, she turned me on to your podcast. And I reached out immediately and you responded immediately. It was like, oh, wow. (laughs) And it just kind of happened when it, it, it was just in the flow of things. And it's just been amazing ever since. I didn't know that you guys were out there. And there's a lot of us. Yeah. And it's really, really awesome. <laughs> okay, it really I'm, is. So this I'm is how fascinated. I'm fascinated. Yes. Okay. So your therapist. So I have gotten my yes. doctor sent me your, to your podcast before. And I always think that's amazing because I'm like, mm-hmm. doctors know I exist and I'm doing mm-hmm. this. Well. So is, 
Is your therapist a solo mom herself or? Nope. She had a client that was going through a similar and she said, this might be something that you would be interested in. Oh, I'm so thankful. Oh, that's so I've amazing. heard it. I've heard it before. Yeah. And yeah. so bam, there you go. And immediately I thought, wow, okay. So she knows someone. And I'm not sure if it was a client or a friend, but she knows someone. And I'm thinking I'm, it's not that many people like me, uh-huh. especially, I mean, I, I knew that women were going through IVF. It was becoming much more prevalent mm-hmm. and I didn't know all the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I know now. So there's just a huge community of us. Totally, Yeah. I love it. I'm so glad she's really <laughs> good that way in putting names out there and kind of letting me figure it out. But knowing in which direction to point me in so that I can get the additional support that I need and the support that's provided by your podcast, by the women who share their stories, by the women in your coaching groups and community groups. I mean, it it, is phenomenal. It makes it just gives it gives so much. And you're reaching people. You know, you are reaching people. (laughs) It's fantastic. I very much like you. I I knew I didn't invent the idea of becoming a solo mom, but I thought Mm -hmm. I was like stepping into this totally kind of niche, bizarre idea. I just, the idea that I would ever meet one person who was also Mm -hmm. doing this, I was like, I hope, you know, that would be cool. So to have this massive community to where I sort of forget people are doing this with partners because of how embedded (laughs) I am in this community. Like, oh yeah, some people have like some dude that just lives in their house. (laughs) Yeah, it does stuff occasionally. Yeah, yeah. The way you you want it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's go back. So you are going to be somebody's mom. I Um, am going to be a little person's mother and I can't wait. I cannot wait. What's gotten me here? has been a lot of living, a lot of learning, a whole lot more listening than I thought. Yeah. You know. So take us through necessary. like the decades. Like where was Halima okay. in your 20s, 30s, 40s? Like right. ha- okay. Take us through the path that got you here. All right. I kind of felt like I was going to be a mother, but didn't know how it was going to happen, what it was going to look like. I mean, and from kind of a young age. I didn't have the fairy tale thought. I just, because I was always like a, a traveler, a get up, a go. Like the, as soon as I got my first car, I drove to Canada. And I think I was 17, 17, something like that. And I mean, I, I just knew I wanted an adventure. I wanted to see something different than what I had seen and be around a different place, a different culture, even because it was, you know, still North America, but it was Canada. So, <laughs> so I did that. And then after that, it just kept going. And the trips just kept, I did what I could do without a passport. Because we're talking about a little ways back. I did say I was 50. <laughs> I said I, I was 50. Yeah, I don't I think did, you I, said that yet. But you are. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I am 50. Yes. Whoop, whoop. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I am 50 and I'm doing this. I am doing it and so ready to do it. And I, and I got a lot out of my system. But okay, so back to the 20s. There was a bunch of traveling. I was in the restaurant business. Ooh, you know, fast paced, moving, having a good time. And really that amped up my being single. Mm-hmm. It really ramped it up because I was having a good time. That, the traveling. And then my late 20s, I moved overseas and I lived in the Middle East for five years and 
during that five years, I traveled even more. Like that was just, woo, that was it. <laughs> that was everything. But I kept seeing people with families. They were doing this expat lifestyle and their kids were learning all of these different languages and celebrating everybody's holidays. And it was just such a amazing thing to watch. And I just thought, I, I, I want that. I don't know if I'm ever going to have that because I had the voice in my head that it's either, you know, you travel or you have a family. And the lifestyle that I had, it kind of made sense. So Liam is not going to have a baby. But I was so loving and so motherly and drawn to that and passionate about it, like almost to the point where my heart would ache, mm -hmm. but I brushed it off because I thought people kept people around me. Oh, Leems, that's not your life. That's not what it looks like. That's, you mm -hmm. know, that's the story that I believed and told myself for years. And then when I came back to the States, I thought, okay, settle down. This is what you're supposed to do. And I did. And I had the conversation about children. And, you know, he was on the fence and then off the fence, on the fence. And, and people don't realize how devastating that is mm -hmm. for someone who does want a child for them to believe that, oh, wow, OK, I finally found the partner, which mm -hmm. is what I think I'm supposed to do. And he might be into it. And that's not a no. Mm hmm. Yeah, I had several of those relationships. So I, yeah, I hear I'm you. Sure, so, we, yeah, there you go. Yeah. At what at what age or like in kind of in so what era is, was so, that? So now I'm now that's the late 30s. Okay. So did, 30s, and you got I'm married, going to right? 40s. I did. I got married. Yeah. Okay. I did. We got married. And I thought, you know what? I'm not gonna bank on something that I'm not, not sure can even happen, but this person is here in front of me. And I chose the relationship over mm -hmm. myself, mm -hmm. not the child, mm -hmm. over myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because in that me saying yes, meant no to a lot of other things. And it wasn't just that one thing, because in order to say no to something, to your dream, you are giving up more than just that. Yeah. I, that's what I realized. Mm -hmm. And slowly the traveler Halima, that just kind of went away. I thought if you're settled down, you're supposed to, I had a fairy tale idea of what marriage looked like because I never saw it in a healthy way mm, mm -hmm. for any length of time. And I can see that. But that you're kind of trying I, to act out a script. I'm acting out a script you... of what I, which also means I am denying, I'm not even being my true self. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling my true self that no, those things are not okay. You can't want that. Oh, and by the way, you're 39, 40 now, and you probably can't have kids anyway. Mm -hmm. So then you hear that story. That's a yeah. lack of knowledge. Those are the voices. That's a lack of knowledge as well. And also just putting your desires away, because if that desire, if it had been there and I had been my authentic self, I had been really me who I was, I would have seen that this is not the life for me. Yeah. Yeah. But instead you, the, you stayed in the relationship and I then stayed, you, you felt I like stayed. you kind of watched that ship sail of children, yep. right? I, yeah. I let it. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I let it because I thought it was okay. And 
couple of years back, maybe three, four years back, you know, it, it never goes away. So it just kept surfacing and it surfaced when things in my life started to change. So I'm thinking, yeah, around COVID time. Mm-hmm. That was a when big time of shift for it a was, lot of people. Ooh, yeah. It was on so many levels. Okay? Talk about putting so, a microscope on your marriage too. All of a sudden, I was you, checking. the only person you see. <laughs> and here I am afterwards. I said, oh my goodness, we made it. Uh-huh. Oh no, well, I made it. Like uh-huh. wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was it was intense on so many levels. And that made me second guess myself as well. But then I had to go back to my I finally figured you, you got to get back into your inner wisdom. And I got the clarity that I needed. My mind and my body just got in sync. I started building a support system and I got myself out of that marriage. I didn't realize how how much I was dumbing down. I'm so grateful that I didn't bring a child into that mm-hmm. and that I have to deal with that person forever. You, you know, I'm yeah. just so great. I'm so grateful. And, and I'm grateful that, that I didn't have, I wasn't a mom at that time. I w- kids shouldn't have been in that situation. Yeah. And here we are now I've had to do work. Yeah. I've had to work on myself and being in, in that relationship it forced me to look at a lot of things and I thought there's not one more day that can go by that I don't at least try to find out if I I can be a mom and what it looks like I will not deny myself one more day yeah I feel so fortunate to have just to know you And I feel like I got to meet you kind of at that cusp of discovery. And, you know, when you said, I'm so glad that a child doesn't have to deal with that person. I know you were referring to your former spouse, but I think also they don't have to deal with that person who was Halima being suppressed. Exactly. Exactly. The the full version, a better version of me, the healthy version, a version that can see the repercussions of what happens when a child doesn't get what they need, Mm -hmm. the small things, you know, because I've had to look at what has triggered me and what gives me peace now, you know, and I'm not going to be perfect at this at all. By not doing what my parents did, I might do something else, make new mistakes, Mm -hmm. but I'm conscious that I'm not going to, I'm going to try and with this beautiful community of you, of you ladies, you know, to not overcorrect, you know what I mean? And to, to, to listen and learn. So, yeah, I think the awareness that we have in this generation of, of parents that engaging with our children on an emotional level, instead of trying to control them so that we can feel better. Yep. I mean, that is, that's huge. And honestly, it's a daily awareness with a two-year-old uh-huh. that I'm like, do I want mm-hmm. him to stop crying because it's uncomfortable yeah. for me? Yeah. Or do I want him to stop crying because of him? You know, and it, mm-hmm. most of the time it is my own discomfort. And if I can get mm-hmm. past my own discomfort, it really makes sense to let him feel his own feelings. I mean, I don't want to send a message that your feelings are not acceptable. And yet right. that's what I'm doing, even though I'm doing, it looks sweet from the outside. Cause I'm saying it's okay. Yep. It's okay. It's okay. But mm-hmm. to him, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And so I really try to say, that's, that's right. really hard. You're really yep. upset, huh? You know, just to, to acknowledge. Validate his feelings because there are no bad feelings. Right. And when you teach the kid that that's bad, I only like you when you're smiling yeah. and you're a good boy, then that means that you can't 
experience the full range. Yeah. And it's right. powerful to be able to do that because then you don't hold it in. And I'm, I'm just so grateful for all the, the tools that are out there. The fact that spaces like this are created so that you can talk about it and not feel the odd man out, odd mm-hmm. woman out, odd person out. And listen and learn. Yeah. And it's amazing because we're listening to the kids now. Yeah. We're actually listening to the children. Yeah. You mentioned being glad to do this at the age that you are. And I feel the same way that even 10 years ago, maybe even less than that, I would have been so concerned about the matching outfits and the Christmas card and the, you know, just the yes. appearance of the happy family versus actually being happy. Mm-hmm. And I I'm happier than I've ever been. I mean, I've had more happiness in the last two years than the last decade before that. Oh my gosh. And, and it is motherhood, but it's also like becoming this version of myself who yes. has had to just get more comfortable in my own skin and mm-hmm. just all of the personal development that kind of has to come along with parenting mm-hmm. in order to make mm-hmm. it not miserable. I think there are a Absolutely. lot of people who don't, find the personal growth and they struggle, (laughs) but it is available to also find the growth and grow with your kid. So readily available. I mean, you know, I would think that it would be super important for my parents to have known that I was a high sensitivity individual. You know what I mean? Right. Because and that things, wasn't a label back then. Nobody was talking about it. It wasn't a thing. Nobody was talking. It was yeah. just, you You know, you're too emotional. Mm-hmm. You Nobody's going to listen to you if, if you show all of this emotion, mm-hmm. you know? And now I realize that's one of the best things about me. It is. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's one of the most amazing things about me. And it's a superpower for crying yeah. out loud. And I was made to feel as if, whatever it's just uh, it's just so many little things like that that if I could give that to my little one that right there pull that out of the equation and more of this yeah it's it's like my god your kid is so lucky I can't wait (laughs) okay so let's go back to your story okay yeah yeah, yeah. so married kind of late 30s into like through your 40s then Uh you decided enough is enough COVID was kind of the catalyst So talk to us about like, what does life look like now? Like, since you kind of realized this is not the life I'm going to have, I I want to break out of this and become Mm -hmm. the fullest version of myself. What now? Like, what are you doing? Because you've made big changes just since I've known you. I made massive changes. Okay. So I've moved cross country. I mean, drove 30 some hours. Mm -hmm. I said, you know what, Halima? Okay. You have this opportunity now. It's not a new me. It's not. It's it's Mm -hmm. the version, a a healthier version. It's time to get back to that. So it took me looking through my pictures and looking through my passport and seeing all the places I had been and what headspace I was in at that time. And, you know, I pulled on some of that with what I've got now and picked up and said, okay, I want to be somewhere where I can be outside in nature. I listed my priorities. Okay. Mm -hmm. And where could my dogs go with me? And where would it be uh, good school districts in the area, doable daycare? My kid was in play the whole time. In the mix. Yeah. In the mix. Doesn't go away. You know, it just doesn't. And it's materializing. So I thought, okay, I need to be where it's warm. I need to be out in nature because that's all a part of the healing. So I chose a warm, warm place. And I left my job, I think, 
before I left where I was living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I certainly, I certainly did. So I quit my job after I realized, like, what am I doing here? This is crazy anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, this is crazy. Oh, my gosh. I, I love a good um, burn it all down. <laughs> And that was like the start of it. I was like, okay, this is it. This is it. It's over. And so did took care of that. That was liberating, right? Uh (laughs) And then I was like, okay, well, what's next? Because, you know, things got to change. Yeah. And so all this time, self-development, therapy, just through the roof. And now I'm getting really like, it's really getting exciting. And I'm like, well, there's nothing that can stop me. So what are some of your other dreams? What are some of your other dreams? So I start knocking stuff out. Mm-hmm. That baby just was, you know, and then my therapist was in my head. She said, hey, Halima, what up? I said, I know, I know, I know. She kind of brought it back to me and I was like, okay, yeah, all right. Now I'm going to see if I can even do it. I mm-hmm. need to see if I can do it. So the fertility clinics reached out. I reached out to two of them. The one felt right. Mm-hmm. I was kind of nervous. and I was like, do you take patients that are, you know, 49, you know, turning 50? She's like, listen, <laughs> you can do this. She said yes. her, her voice, Katie, her voice was like, this. you can do this. I, we have <laughs> women in here that are 60, 63. You can do this. Oh, my God. Yes. So sign me up. And I met with the doc. I started with the consultations and things. And then it came down to whether or not the clinic that I chose, they said, listen, in order for this to happen, you're because you're currently married, either he needs to be all in because you're married and essentially he the kid would be his. Mm-hmm. So e- either you're going to he's going to do it with you or you, you're going to have to get divorced. Mm-hmm. We need a divorce decree. So. Now I'm thinking back that other places, it's probably not the same, but I'm kind of glad it happened that way. Mm-hmm. I think it, that's pretty was, standard. I don't okay, think that good. they, yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty standard. Okay, great. So that's what happened. And it kind of pushed me to make a decision. I tried, we tried, I tried, you know, and it just wasn't happening and it just got really bad. So I said, okay, well, let's make a move. And mm-hmm. I moved to this beautiful place, left the job, like I said, left the husband, left my life there. I mm-hmm. lived there for you know a while, left my friends. It all felt extremely scary, but felt right mm-hmm. because I knew it was for my kid yeah. and that I knew that I I wanted it so bad. I want my baby so bad. I want a family so bad with you know my pups and and Mm -hmm. everything that it it just I wasn't gonna stop yeah the clinic that you're working with is in your new location right it is in my old location it's my old state but it can be managed from here and they worked with another clinic here because they do this a lot Okay. Apparently it's quite common with my clinic because I was so scared and I made appointments. I'm freaking out, making appointments all over to try and meet with people here because it's going to be a high risk pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have more scans than the average, mm-hmm. but they work very closely with the clinic here and they do same day results. So if I go there, they'll give my results to awesome. my clinic right away. So I feel very comfortable with that. And now we're at the stage of where we're choosing donors because I have decided initially because I, you know, this journey, and I want to say this to 
folks as well. This journey is turned into a lot of different things. So mm-hmm. be open. You have got to be open. It's, so now with more knowledge and, and talking to more women, I am going to search for an egg donor as well as a sperm donor, mm-hmm. create the embryo as opposed to adopting the embryo, which is what I was going to do initially because I was actually, I thought, thinking back, I was settling. Mm. I thought the easiest way, the least expensive way that I'm just going to settle. I'll mm-hmm. take someone else. I'll just take it, you know? And now after talking to other women, I know that this is, I would like to create the embryo. So yeah. now that's what we're doing. So now I'm in the stages of that. And I got a stress test for my heart and they said, it's like a 20 year old. So I'm crushing it there. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I love that you kind of found that for yourself while you still had the time to make the decision that yeah. for you ha- having part in creating the embryo and choosing the donor egg and the donor sperm was a really important part of the process. Cause definitely, you know, not everybody feels that way. And there are many, many women who use donor embryos and that feels like the right path for them for various sure. reasons. So there's not one right way or one better no. way. But for you, it felt there was something that felt a little bit like settling in that first path. Yeah. So just to have that door open, because that's twice now, I mean, probably way more than twice, but you know, you kind of had the same thing in your relationship where I was like, well, maybe this will be satisfying. Maybe this will be good enough. And then you're like, no, I'm going for what I really want. And so I I love that you've been able to do that in the creation of your Absolutely. It It feels transferred into a lot of areas. It's so sacred. And I thought, Wow, Lance, you it, you could have missed out on this. This is really if this is available to you, <laughs> why not? Like yeah. go for what you want. Don't feel don't feel any kind of way about like this is my journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to ask for that, to get that, to get what yeah. I want and to yeah. not settle and and to not I think in one of the support sessions we were in, one of the community groups, I think I might have said something like I was settling. I don't know. And, mm-hmm. I you think know, what I remember is you were wondering, was it selfish? Which is kind of like the other side of that. Yes. Like, would it be, am I wanting too much by wanting to even a explore cute kid or- Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a cute kid. That was the thing. <laughs> Which is so funny because that comes up all the time with women about... Yeah. You know, am I, and I felt it like my thing was for a while when I was looking at donors, I felt super guilty about screening for education level because I was like, I'm being an asshole because I know that education level is like, really, it says as much as about privilege as it does about intelligence. I know it's not correlated. And so I was like, objectively, I can see that I'm the asshole in this situation. (laughs) Is it not correlated? Well, I mean, you have to have a level of dedication to to get a higher level degree, but it doesn't mean you're smarter than someone that doesn't. Mm -hmm. And, and there's like huge variation in the rigorous, like, I I just, it's, it really shouldn't matter, but it kind of did to me. And I argued with myself, people do this over the height of the donor, the ethnicity Mm -hmm. of the donor that, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just even like, do his ears stick out too much? And then am I, I mean, I, I did. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. So, okay. So from your experience, expertise, when do you know you're not settling? And when do you know that you're a little over the top with it? Right. Okay. So 
I'm going to do a little coaching because this is what I'm asking for. <laughs> yes. because We were, oh, we were so in a community boring. group, which is more yes. just like discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I really try to hold back on the coaching strategies, but I'll share one now because I think it's, it's so relevant to this. So okay. there is no, like, how does anyone know mm-hmm. we don't, we don't, nobody knows, right? Because it's all in our thoughts. Like we create all of this reality with our thoughts. And that's the reason why, like, there's no objectively better or best donor egg or sperm, uh-huh. because otherwise we'd all be choosing that one donor, but we're not, there's a, there's a right. ton of variety, just like dating, just like, you know, mm-hmm. job candidates, like mm-hmm. there's, there's only the one that you're going to choose. And then what you decide to think about that choice. Right. And that is what's going to create your comfort level or discomfort level. So there you go. um, So I know just because I know you that like, you're going to make the right decision because any decision is you can make it right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so excited about that part (laughs) now. I mean, it's like, I'm going to have two people involved with me and that's going to be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I hope. Well, yeah, I mean, I want it. And and so period, that's it. I want involvement. And so I'm excited about the two people that I chose. And, you know, I thought I'm coming off the heels of a lot of things. I need to wait. And, you know, I'm thinking, do you give yourself a year? Like, how long do you wait? You've been waiting for. Yeah, no, you've been waiting your whole life. All this time and wait my whole life. It's time to go. It's time to go. (laughs) Just, you know, there were times and in driving cross country because it was emotional for me. Somehow, I guess I knew when I was packing the bag that was going to be my hotel bag to put my kids onesie in there. (laughs) And, you know, it was one night and I was just so tired and just so like, and I was taking my stuff out to find something to wear for, for to sleep. And I pulled it out. And I was like, this is why. Okay. Yeah. This is why. And this is good. And yes. it don't turn that frown upside down. I mean, it was <laughs> so corny. It was fantastic. Yeah. And and then those little reminders. And so I, I've started getting things and setting them in a room and visualizing and, and manifesting my little one. And I don't want to wait. Yeah. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait anymore. And I see myself with this kid. <laughs> yeah. Where are you? Okay. So, so you've moved your divorce yeah. is final, right? Divorce, divorce is final and yes. all of that happened beautifully. So decree yes. is with the clinic. <laughs> okay. So have you, are you in the process of choosing your donors or you've already chosen? I have no, nope, I haven't chosen them you in the process. Chosen. Okay. In the process. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's the next big step. Uh-huh. And that's the next big step. They'll create the embryos at, at your clinic. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then I'll we- fly there. Okay. I will fly there and I'll hang out for 10 days. Okay. And I have a place already set up. My girl, my girl's mom's like, when you get knocked up, you're going to be here. So, <laughs> so I'm going to stay there for the 10. And then um, when we get the great news. Whatever the news may be, I will be here waiting and ready to be the mom. Yes. That's and amazing. then I will. Yeah. And then I'll be monitored, you know, very closely, mm-hmm. um, 10 to 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I'm off to my OBGYN. And I'm, okay, just... I'm going to tell you another coaching thing. <laughs> Please right. tell it. So you used the term earlier, high risk pregnancy. 
And yeah. there's no reason to debate like whether it is or isn't high risk. Okay. Like, uh, but what I'm wondering is, is there anything helpful mm-hmm. about the words high risk pregnancy? Absolutely not. No. And I should- so they're going to tell you, they're going to tell you it's high risk, but they don't know. They don't know what you're, I mean, they're, they're lumping you together with a demographic. I can't tell you how many times I was like, I don't care about placentas of women my age. What is my placenta doing? Like, I need to know my, if you tell me there's a problem with my baby, I will gladly do whatever you tell me to do next. But if it's just Uh... about like my age, I don't, I don't want to hear it. And so I decided that I had the VIP package and that is why I had extra scans and extra Mm -hmm. ultrasounds because I was a VIP. They just wanted to see me more. I had the, the deluxe monitoring. So <laughs> I love it. Just reframe that. Yeah. I love it because we, nobody knows that that's the case, right? right? For me, right. for me. Right. And so it thinking of it as high risk and you will, I mean, people will say that it'll be written. The word geriatric will be written. I mean, it's, yeah. it's bullshit. Yeah. And right. so just, I to, can't believe it. I not, don't need to believe right, it. Right. No, you don't need to believe it. Cause you don't have any evidence that it's true. I All, don't. They're basing it on a demographic. They are. But as far as you know, you're going to have the world's healthiest pregnancy. And they're just going to keep an extra eye on you. Lucky you, you get extra checks to know that your baby is. And I loved that. Like at the end of my pregnancy, I would go in every yeah. single Monday for an ultrasound. And yeah. I just knew other women didn't get to see their baby and hear the heartbeat every week. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I'm old enough to qualify for the VIP package. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, it's this whole experience is teaching me to also just let go of certain stuff too. Mm -hmm. Like who cares what age I'll be when they're this or that or Mm -hmm. this or that, where will I be up here? What good have I done a good job? Those things are important. And I, the way I live, I'll be around forever. My gosh. Yeah. I see my grandkids, see my grandchildren. (laughs) And it's, it's completely, it's as possible we may end up being healthier at an older age than we would have been. The, we don't the, have the kid already is. I am so much healthier getting mm-hmm. ready for this child. Yeah. And I have every intention of continuing to age as gracefully and have much as longevity as I can get. Yeah. I mean, the, the things that I'm learning and reading now, the age doesn't kill us. It's the diseases and stuff. Right. So yeah, just keep that crap at bay. And yeah. A healthy mind, healthy body. We're going, Definitely. we're doing it together. Yeah. It's crazy how the idea of health really shifts. I mean, I think, you know, in my thirties and younger getting healthy always meant like weight loss or toning up. It always had to do with my appearance. Mm-hmm. And right now getting healthier is drinking more water, sleeping yeah. more, going to the chiropractor, stretching. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been to the gym. It's not happening. It's, it's difficult, <laughs> but, but okay. if you get, get out there, you're yeah. doing stuff. It's yeah. not like you're saying, you know what I do though? I lift my 25 pound weight. Mama, hold you. Mama, hold you. you. Go. That's what there he you says. Go. Hold you. I can't. Yeah. I cannot wait for those <laughs> moments. That is priceless. It really is. It is the best. I'm so excited for you. I cannot wait. I mean, just the anticipation of it. I just, I know it's just going to be an amazing experience and get this Katie. I always thought I'd be uncomfortable carrying a human in my stomach. Now I see that, that I like, it's, it's so much more than that. Yeah. It's so much more than that. I'm going to be nourishing this. It's we're going to grow together. It's just, Oh, Oh, I mean, literally the next Mother's Day, I, I you know, I have a baby in my belly or yeah, out. I'm yeah. I'm like the next Mother's Day, I will not be alone. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. Can I, you I, no, I can't. I mean, I get so excited about every woman I meet, but I got to say you, you're, you're top on the list. Cause you're just so jazzed about it. You're so excited. Listen, when I, I took myself on a, a little, you know, trip and I got this fantastic tattoo. Oh, it all happened so magically how it happened anyway beautiful story but she said to me that it had been a long time since because we were there for about eight hours I think so we talked about everything Mm -hmm. so she she says I can't tell you the last time I've seen a person that actually wanted a baby as much as you do same and I work with people that want babies (laughs) all the people I work with want babies (laughs) I mean, like, wow. She said, it's just, it's so refreshing to see yeah. that people want babies. They actually yeah. want them. I'm like, oh, you have no idea. Yeah. I, I'm so jazzed about it. Yes. I'm so jazzed for you and for your baby, because I know <laughs> you're going to love the baby stage, but I'm so excited for that fourth grader who, yeah. whose mom is like, all right, science project, let's go. That's let's right. Go. Let's do it. We're let's doing do it. it. I'm, you know? I won, I won science fairs. Come on. We got yeah. this. Yeah. I, mean, I just feel like you're going to be fun. on board for all the stages, you know, that you're going to no love idea. whatever stage your kid is in. You're just, I think, it, yeah, I'm thinking about the living. stages. This yeah. is how, this is it. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. I am so freaking excited about just the, the conversation, the, the little things that you just everything. And then, you know, to share my travels and my stories, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I can't wait to share that with the kid because they're going to know what's available to them. Mm -hmm. They can go and see that, that they can meet a shake if they want. They they can be on boats and be in palaces Mm -hmm. and yachts, and they can also be at the soup kitchen down on Skid Row because we're doing it. Yeah. We're doing all of it. Well, you you are such an inspiration and such an example to your future child, especially, and also to other women who are on this path. And so I do want to kind of bring us back because I feel like we could chat all day. Yeah. What other things do you want to make sure to say or to share with the audience? You know, we're talking with women who many of them are not sure if this is right for them, yeah. just trying to kind of navigate. Um, what do you want them to know? I want them to know to trust, trust yourself trust your desires and your dreams and that don't dismiss them because Mm -hmm. it it will do more damage than you you can ever imagine. And to give yourself the opportunities to educate yourself, like dig deep, find out, ask questions. Don't just think that it's impossible or that it's Mm -hmm. too hard to do or because things like, I can't believe the things that they're able to do now. Mm -hmm. Just hang in there and go for what you want. Yeah. Go for the baby, not fight for it because it shouldn't be a fight. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Go for it for your dreams. And if you feel like you you want to be a mother, you're you're asking yourself questions. Ask other women, ask other families, ask, hey, I guess it's not just women, right? It's men and women who want to be parents. Yeah. You know, yeah. talk I to think- people if you're on the fence, talk to people and advocate for yourself advocate for yourself. If you feel something's off, then go with it. This is Mm -hmm. a journey where you need support and you don't need naysayers. Mm -hmm. With the naysayers, like we let people inform us who have no, no stake in the game and no, no background. I mean, no, no no background. There's so many misconceptions and like bad information out there. And so you let, you know, 
your uncle's dog walker tell you that yeah. like you can't whatever and you and then you're you take it as a closed door and yeah. you just stop and there's so many women who have logistical roadblocks who don't do what you're saying like they don't allow their desire to yeah. drive you know they just let it get shut down and i get it it's so vulnerable yeah. it's the most vulnerable thing in the world to want something and especially and to when ask you, for it. yeah <laughs> and to believe that it's possible even if it doesn't look you know, even if you have doors that close. And so yeah. knowing that you're not using your own eggs or, you know, many women come with things like, oh, you know, I could never afford it or yeah, um, finance is major. But, yeah. So many things like that. And it, you just don't know until you really get into it. I had a story that the only way I could do this was to move closer to my family. And I thought I would be miserable, but that was the only way that I could imagine doing this. And instead I stayed exactly where I was in a place that I love and I did it anyway. And it's been and great, you, did it you know, it's been fantastic. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes we, we think that we know the answers and we just haven't. And that's, that's probably the reason that I do what I do in terms of the podcast. And especially the groups is that we just need expanders. Like we just need to see other women doing the thing, especially when they have the same roadblocks that we think are like the roadblock for us. So I love meeting you. Age is just a number, but I totally. love saying, let me tell you about my friend who was 50 when she did this. There you you go. know, I mean, exactly. it's so helpful to know people that kind of make it where you can't, you can't let that be the reason anymore because yeah. someone else, it wasn't for them. Exactly. Not even, and it really just takes a, one story. It takes one story and it won't be easy, but it's so worth it. It's going to be a journey. Mm -hmm. And it's going to have its ups and downs. It's going to mm -hmm. be so many more ups though. Let me tell mm -hmm. you. And in the long run, you're going to get what you want and the confidence that this gives you as well. Mm -hmm. And knowing that you can do this just for your own self-development is just amazing. So if you're trying to figure out if you should or shouldn't do it, talk to people, listen to your inner gut, ask yourself these questions, hard questions. Mm -hmm. You know, going to take soul searching, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. It's going to mean that baby means so much to me mm -hmm. because I fought. I, I went and got her like yeah. I did what was necessary. And the universe is giving her to me when I'm supposed to have her when mm -hmm. I am ready. And I am so ready for her and can give her what she needs. And so, hey, girls, you can do it. Yes. You can do it. Sort yourselves and do it. <laughs> just do it. I can't wait. I, I just know people are listening and they're like, dang, that's a lucky kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you what, we're going to have a lot of fun. Yes. We're going to have a lot yes. of fun. And it's just, you know, it's just good times. It's yeah. going to be rough, but I can't wait for all of it. Yeah. All of yeah. it. It's not, it's, it won't be that rough. People will say to me like, oh, but I know it's nothing like raising a toddler. Oh, it must be so hard. I'm like, you know what, y'all? It's not, it's not really that hard. It's less expensive and not as hard as I thought it would be. Get out of here. <laughs> my friend, my, I have a friend that said the same thing. She was like, and you know what this thing, and if you wonder what to put on them, she's like, dress them like you dress yourself. Yeah. She's like, just don't stress. Just yeah. you got this. Just yeah. don't stress out. They become people so quickly. And then they're just like along for the ride. Like, I think I thought it was going to be this like huge project but instead yeah. it's like get your shoes we're going in the car like we're just yeah. doing life like we need to go to the store we're going to the store like we're just 
coexisting. He's just the and best you, family you ever. Feel, this is great. <laughs> it's a sidekick. And does and do you feel like that you want a private time or because away I from him? Right. No, no, time with him is private time. I don't. He's just a, right now. He's an extension of me. I don't feel like I need a break do from what him. Y'all do. Yeah, you, you chill. He's chilling. I mean, I have stuff I need to get done. That's much easier when he's not around. But like right now, you and I are having this conversation. He's over at my dad's house. I, it's going to be a long night for me because he's spending the night and I don't, I'd rather him be here. Be with you. All. Right. But I don't, I can't get the, you podcast got work done. Done. I can't get yeah. stuff done if he's here all the time. So I have these breaks built in, but I, it's not because I need a break from him. It's just because I can't get right. the other things done. So I'm not like dying to pawn him off on somebody yeah ever. you just want to get I, stuff done. i just gotta get stuff done <laughs> oh, i can't wait but i miss oh, him like we'll facetime I as, soon as, I, you, as soon as you and i hang up I'll, I'll facetime him and see what he's having oh, for dinner and you know he's beautiful yeah he is it, beautiful. the whole thing is beautiful it really is can't wait yeah, for all it's of a it beautiful okay, life okay. So, and dating yeah, no, not it? interested. I don't oh, really I'm miss interested. it. I'm not either. And I thought maybe that'll go away. Maybe that's just because I'm newly divorced and all. But I, I, here's, I mean, I would like to have the established relationship, but I don't want to put in the work it would take to have it. And so I think of it similarly as like, would I like the body of like a bikini model? Absolutely. Do I want to eat boiled chicken and work out three times a day? No, absolutely. So I'm, not. So I'm okay with not having that body because I don't want to do what it needs, what it totally. would take to have Fantastic. it. Great. I feel the same way about a relationship. I understand yep. the effort that goes into finding the person, cultivating the relationship, not doing it right now. I don't, I don't have the energy for that because that no yes would be no to something else. Yep. My life is so full right now. I love everything that I'm doing and I'm just not willing to displace something to fit that in. I see. <sighs> it's all about you, how you're thinking about things. Yeah. And that's the coaching. That's like, that's the difference yep. between the community group is so valuable just mm-hmm. to hear what other people are thinking and feel less alone and just kind of understand that we're all, we're all processing some of the same things, maybe in different ways, but um, just yeah. to feel less alone. And then I think of the coaching more as like taking responsibility, Absolutely. First building awareness of your thoughts mm-hmm. and then taking responsibility for them. Like if you're miserable, hundred percent of the time, it's because of something you're thinking. Yep. It's not your circumstance. It's your thoughts. Always. It's, it's not always the other person. No, nope. it's actually, is it something that's nope. processed in your head? Yeah. Yep. I have to check myself. I'm like, hold on, hang on a minute. When you left the house, you were great. What's happened between then yep. and now to trigger you or to make you yeah, it's put always you in a this thought. place? It's always in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah. wow. Wow. <laughs> Just something that quick could take me there. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but you can take yourself out of it just as quickly. Yes, you can. All right, my friend. Is there anything else you want to say before we? No, I'm good. I just, you know, now you do what you have to do on your end. Take out, put in, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Katie. Thank you so much. It was so good to talk with you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Be well. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Single Greatest Choice Podcast. I'm your host, Katie B. You can learn more about me, this podcast, and the Single Greatest Choice coaching at my website, www.singlegreatestchoice.com, or find me on Instagram at single underscore greatest underscore choice. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a minute to rate and review in iTunes. That helps more women to find our show. 
Until next time, I'm sending you all of my love and support as you go about making the choices that will create a life you love.